Welcome. Welcome to Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. I am your host, Dr. Sabrina, the people expert. I help people with people, even if that person is themselves. And so today I want to first thank all of the Detroit people who voted in the Detroit Choice Award for me. The Detroit Choice Awards this year had a whole group of favorites. It was Detroit's favorites, Detroit favorite this, Detroit favorite that. And the category that I was in is Detroit's favorite motivational speaker. And so it was a long list of people. And I knew most of the people and all of them could talk and speak. And I was like, okay, this is good. (laughs) And so then after the voting, you had your top three. And I was in the top three. So I really was just happy about being in the top three. So I was not even there yet. I was on my way, but I had another speaking engagement. I couldn't be there right on time. And my category was the first category that they announced. And so people kept texting me going, you won, you won. And I am so honored. I am so honored. Frankie Darcell, my sister, uh, was in the category with me. She was one of the top three. And then the icon herself, Monica Morgan, who is uh, speaking these days and doing an amazing job at it. And so we were the top three. And so I feel very honored and just blessed that you all thought enough of little old me to vote all over the city for me. So this is my second Detroit Choice Awards. The first award I received in 2020, and that was one that was bestowed upon me as the Renaissance Award. And so it was to honor all the different things that I do as a businesswoman. And so that was very, Dan Gilbert got one when I got one. What? What? So I I am very honored and just want to send um, thank you to Dave Bishop. Dave Bishop is the person who puts on the Detroit Choice Awards, and it's just an evening of black excellence. It just was excellent. We were dressed to the nine. It was a gala. It was just wonderful. And so I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for that recognition. And so today on Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina, I have the guest of all guests. I think the only person that I will put right up there with her as a guest would be my son. That's the, those, these are the only two people. They're they the only two people that, um, you know, I don't slept on her couch. Just, But she is an icon in the gospel world. She is a part of the amazingly talented and gifted and anointed and favored Clark Sisters. She is the eldest daughter of the late great Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. None other than my sister, Jackie Clark Chisholm. The applause. I'm so happy. Oh, my Jesus. Oh, my (laughs) Jesus. And so... Uh, We're just going to speak some life to you today because I know that she has things that she can teach that speaks life. And, you know, she's she's had such an illustrious career and, you know, she's a Grammy Award winner. Let me say that she has a Grammy in her house. I've seen it. I've seen the Grammy in the house. Um, But she also they have Dove Awards. They have stellar awards. This is lots of awards. But then aside from the gospel music side of her, she is actually a nurse and her specialty is wound care. And so am am I correct with that? Okay. With wound care. And then she's the mother of three amazing children and she's the grandmother of three amazing granddaughters. And so we wait on. Michael and what they what they doing? Michael and Angel now they're gonna have we praying they strip because they're gonna be old and having you know they say when you old you have old looking babies. (laughs) (laughs) We we don't 
don't want them to have old-looking babies. Y'all getting old now. Both. Get it on. Get it on, get it on, get it on. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, sis. You know I love you. And, uh, you know, me me and Marcel, that's my boy. And uh, nobody could take the place of Sabrina in my life. She is a very special human being. We go back a long way. I re- I remember her dad, who used to love me. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. <laughs> and I just want to say, you know, that this is a, such a special woman. She's very um, innovative, and I just love her with all my heart because she has spoke life into me many, many, many days, not only me, but my children as well. So I'm very honored and pleased to be here and glad. And as bad as I didn't want to come because I was so tired today. I don't know why. I, was I so... know. you was, Didn't y'all do that uh, marathon yesterday? Yesterday. Uh-huh. But I, and then, then this morning I had a doctor's appointment. Oh, okay. And so it was just a lot going on. It was a lot going on. But I'm yeah. good and I'm glad to be here. And I would not have done this for anyone else but her. I would have told her, no, I'll do it next time. But I, I confirmed. And so once I confirm, I'm going to come through. I might be a little tad bit late, but I'm coming. <laughs> Well, let's let's start here. Let's start at the beginning, as they say. And so, you know, if you all haven't gone to watch the Clark Sisters uh, movie, it's a TV. It's, it's on TV. It's on Lifetime. It is. It's on Lifetime. You know you somebody when the people come and start saying, we're going to make a movie of your life. What? I'm just saying. So that's my sister. She got a movie about her life. So when you... When you think about your mother and you think about, I remember in the movie when they showed that she was like, she would have an idea for a song and wake y'all up. Yeah, that's very true. To come on and come on and sing this for me right now. It would be three o'clock in the morning. We had to get them to go to school. And she would say, good, God gave me a new song. Come on down here. I got to put it on. But I want y'all to play. I want y'all to sing it. Because see, back then she couldn't afford a tape recorder. Wow. And so we became the tape recorders. So wow. all she needed to do was hear the parts being sang, and then she would know where to make her changes. And so she would wake us up, tell us to get the part, and then once we got the part, she let us go back to bed. But sometimes it might be an hour, it might be two hours. But wow. that was the way she actually would, when God gave her a song in the middle of the night, she had to do it right then and there, and that's, that, that was how she wrote. That was how God um, afforded her to do what she did and to become the woman that she became. Wow. Okay, so I was thinking about this the other day when I knew that you were coming on the show, and I remember you telling me a story, and I'm going to have you tell my audience this story because it's absolutely hilarious. No, it's good. It's, it's, it's funny, though. But it's about the time that she came to the school when you all had the school, the okay. Maddie Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Lots of time. When she came to the school, what and, happened? And asked you to write her a check. <laughs> she asked me to write her a check. And I said, well, Mama, I can't write you no check because we don't have enough money. I got to pay the staff. I, we don't have enough money. She said, whose name is out there on the front of this building? I think my name on this front of this building. She told everybody to come. She, she said, everybody come outside. She made, every, she made the staff, all the staff, and the, and the students and the that students was there that come, come outside. outside. She said, what name is that up there? It said, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. Okay, I can have a check anytime I ask you for a check, I can get one. So you go back in there and write me a check. And that's what we did. That is hilarious to me. Oh, my goodness. Just think about, you just think about, you th- You know, you hear all these things about the the grand Dr. Maddie Moss Clark, but she could be funny. She was very funny. And she loved to laugh and have a good time. Yes. Her. So when I, when my sisters and I, we get very upset and very perturbed when people say my mother was a mean woman. She was not mean. She was firm. Uh, but she could, today she could chastise you, and in the next breath, she would say, come on, let's go get something to eat. I mean, mm-hmm. that was how she was. Mm-hmm. So when people say negative things about her, that she was mean, she threw books at people, she never threw a book at anyone. She would throw it in the direction of where she felt like the the part was wrong, but she would never throw a book when she was teaching at a person. So I just want to clarify that just for the people to know a little bit about my mom. Well, you know, I think it's so important, though, and it's interesting because earlier today on my Mental Health Monday segment, I talked about how people always have an opinion. Right. And and, and oftentimes their opinion is shaded 
in what's going on inside of them. them. And so if what's going on inside of you is negative, then what's coming out is negative. negative. And so I always say as people who are in the public's eye that we have to make sure that we're not so offended. That's true. And that we're not offensive. And so especially Christians. Yeah. Oh, you know, we got it bad. Especially Christians. Because I say sometimes, is that representing Christ? Is that what Christ? Remember they had the thing, what would Jesus do? do? We need to bring that back. What would Jesus (laughs) do? You're right. He wouldn't do that. No, he sure wouldn't. Did you see? Oh, my. You know, social media is absolutely... It'd be ragging people. It's out of control. control. There was a preacher, a bishop, and he was just said, I want to give honor to the Lord Jesus. I want to give honor to the Lord. And then he went, get her out of here. Uh Uh-huh. Get her out of here. Get her out of here. Get out of here. And I guess the lady walked up. And he put his hands on the lady. No, he did not. And like was strangling her, moving her. And then when he, because you heard him off camera, because he moved off camera. And you heard him putting her out. Are you serious? Yes, I'm very serious. And then he comes back to the bike. What is that? Okay, clap it up. Clap it up for Jesus. Clap it up for Jesus. Clap it up for Jesus. Yeah, we're going to get back right in, right into the word. We're going right back in the word. Uh-uh, ain't going to be no mess up in here. I'm like, is that Jesus? Ooh, Would wow. that be Jesus? That's a, ma- that's a mess. That is a mess right there. Everybody does not need... A platform. That's true. Because That's very they true. because when you have a platform, that means you are responsible for, for people. That's true. And people's feelings. Yeah. And people come to us with all kind of issues and isms and schisms but that's what's inside of them you should be the example of what light and love looks like true that's very true and too often people aren't doing that and and that's very true and i i I realized that and that's why i i was doing a workshop a few weeks ago and i was telling people you know be careful what you put on the the uh, media because the media can make you or it can break you a lot of people lose their opportunities because of things that they said, done, or just displayed on multimedia. So we have to be very, very careful and selective about the things that we do because it's not, it is just not, um, it's not a place for everybody to just, um, you know, to have an opportunity to wreak havoc in somebody else's life because that's what they do. We don't get on the internet and, and downgrade other people. But a lot of times people do that. If they have eyes against somebody, then they get on the Internet and tell it. Well, my thing is, if, if you're that bold, how come you couldn't tell the person to their face? Ooh, 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 ooh. You, how about you, that? Oh, come on now. Come on. Because and, I will say this. I want to commend you and your sisters. Because folks come for y'all. Oh, for sure. Well, they be coming. They be coming for the Clark sisters. Oh, I don't know if you saw this on Saturday night. I was at a party mm-hmm. at um, the top of the Detroit Athletic Club. Okay. Yes, I was hobnobbing. <laughs> I was hobnobbing. hobnobbing. I was hobnobbing. But and, and my friend who had uh, his party turned 60, is he likes house music. And so I had left to go get my award, and I came back. And when I came back, they were playing house music to the clock sister. And I came in and I got to singing and dance. I said, what, what, what? And I said, you know what? It's a wonderful thing when I can come into a party to have a good time and get my praise on come all on, at the same, the same time. time. And that's because of what you and your sisters did. Because you can't bring everybody's song. You can't, you can't mix everybody's song into a, a house music group. That's very that true. beat that your uh, uh, incredible Twinkie Clark yes. created was able to go right in to the, I mean, they was, uh, hey, we was out to, <laughs> we was dancing. I had a ball. I was singing. Awesome. You made. Oh, my God, I was having a ball. But I love it that I can be in the world. Yeah. But still feel like I'm not of the world. Absolutely. But that's what the scripture says. That's what it says. And then, you know, the thing that I look at, even with that song, and I'm sure you probably didn't know about that, but (laughs) but many people didn't know the fact that the song came out in the 70s, and when it came out, I'm sorry, in the 80s, and when it came out, it, it, um, nobody from the, the church 
secular would play the song. Right. Because it, it they thought it was it was the it was, devil's music. Yeah. And so Twinkie's idol was uh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Mm-hmm. And so she would listen to all his music. My mother came in the house. She cut it off. But then when she started writing that song, and then the bad part about it is, well, it's, it's not bad now. It's good now. But when Twinkie, start, when Twinkie played it for us, we didn't like it. Because of the beat and right. because of the way, you know, the right. way y'all was going. so Y'all was church girls. Well, yeah, we, oh, we can't do that. They're going to be putting us you know, the They're going to put us a church. <laughs> And but so, but it was it was God. This is what I say all the time: is that God uses everything. Absolutely, He uses everything, and so you had no idea right. that you were creating a whole new avenue That's for true. gospel music. That's very true. That's what you all did, that and is so very very. And, true. and sometimes when God gives you something to create something new, it automatically goes against where you are, right? Because the new don't feel don't like feel the like old. It. That's right. And that's the good thing about God. See? That's the good thing about God. You know, because you, what, what you think is is, is going to be something old or something new your way, God got a whole nother plan. A whole nother plan, a whole so way. Even to this day today, for that song to still... And these people really, really and truly want to hear, we can't leave a stage without doing it. Yep, you can't, no. You, you just can't leave a stage without doing it. So I'm looking for a miracle. Oh, my God. And you brought the sunshine. You and, and name no um, looking for a miracle and is my living in vain. Is my living in oh, oh yeah. uh, uh, is uh, my uh, living uh, in vain. Uh, uh, <laughs> just when you just do that. Uh, 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 uh. Is my living in vain? <laughs> the the oh, audience I, is gonna go crazy. You it's gonna go crazy. But let me tell you, this, it's so funny because. Jackie, like she said, we go back a long way. And I was thinking about this. I said, do you remember when we met? Because I remember. I don't think you remember. But I remember it vividly. At uh, Wayne T. Jackson's Yes, church. she do. She remember. She remember. She remember. We were at Wayne T. Jackson's church. And he was doing a thing about, uh, you were talking about, we were talking about things for your family. Yes. And you were talking about creating a mission statement. I do. For your family. Oh, yes, I remember it. I remember it vividly. And I was so... Now, this is what... Now, Jackie probably doesn't... Well, she knows it now, but I grew up down the street from them. But they were older than me, so I wasn't, you know, hanging with them. And I didn't go to school with them because they was... You know, I was in elementary school. When they was in she high school, all my age. When they was in high school, I think I think I think Jackie ball. was in college. <laughs> now, so you know, I had I had spoken to our church once, and Drew got up and he was. Oh, excuse me, Bishop. That's Bishop right. Sheard. Make the correction. Oh my Lord, I got to make the correction. But you know, he was my neighbor, so I'm so used to calling him him Drew. But um, the prelate. That's right. Of the entire Church of God in Christ. Is the Bishop John Drew Shear. Anyway, so he was, you know, thanking everybody for speaking. And when he got to me, he says, and yes, Sabrina, you know, she was my neighbor and we grew up together. And I went, oh, no, no. Oh, no, because while you was riding a bicycle, I was riding a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> When I tell you the people at your church was mad at me, oh, they was like, you can't say that to the bishop. <laughs> but it's the, tr- it's it's the, the truth. truth. It's he the was, truth. We did not grow up together. Me and Ethan are closer in age, in and age, Ethan's yeah. still older than me. But I'm just saying. I, you know. But anyway, growing up, um, going to Mumford. Yeah. We and all so went to Mumford. Everybody, Mumford. everybody went to Mumford. Everybody I did. I didn't. My brothers did, but oh, I didn't. whatever. I went to Cast Tech. Okay, Karen. I went to Cast Tech. Okay, Karen Sheard. I, 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 I went to Cast Tech. I'm just saying. Okay. But it's so funny because now I was, you know, so many people, notable people, have come out of Mumford. Yeah, that's true. The Clark sisters. The Winans. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Earl Clue. Fred. Fred Hammond. Uh, what's the other man named Played a Guitar that did a song with Twinkie? Uh, can't think of his name. They went to school together too. He went to Mumford. Uh, Edgar Van. For sure. Charles Ellis. Yes. Because they, they've been, you know, recognizing all these people that went to Mumford. I was yeah. like, all right. I said, y'all must have really, really. They tore our school down. I'm mad at them. For but the new school is nice. I haven't been in there. Oh, I have. I was there uh, nice. yesterday. Oh, 
really? Marcel, um, the family that he, you know, the basketball team, retired his coach of Speedy oh. jersey really? from Mumford. Uh-huh. He went to Mumford. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so they had a, a, a scrimmage game, the coaches against the, the kids. The kids. Oh, yeah. okay. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcel and number one, by the way. I'm just oh, okay. He he's a coach now. But oh, they, I, I expected that. He won. He he said he played like he was a coach too. He said, "Ooh, I played like I was a coach. I didn't play like I used to play." <laughs> <laughs> he old. Oh, he old. Oh, now he can't move like he used to move. But Mumford is such a, a amazing part of your history. Yeah. Uh, I just remember when your family built the uh, gate. The well, the the brick gate around oh, the oh, yeah. on the corner lot, yeah. and then it was had the crosses in the gate. Yeah. So you knew somebody that was, See. you know, we know we know we knew who it was. But people, oh, if you were just drive, car. if you was driving by there, you like who, what, what preacher live there? <laughs> All them crosses in the built into the that was so sweet though back in that. You know, it was so long ago, and, and people weren't doing stuff like that. That's very true. So it was it was a way to continue to stay where you stayed. Right. Because you were comfortable where you were, but then you had a little, had a little money. Had a little money, so you was able to build. We still ate commodity cheese. <laughs> y'all didn't y'all didn't put that in the movie. Y'all put that y'all went to Harold's, <laughs> the chicken place. Harold. What, was, what was the name of the chicken place? Um, it was. I think it was Harold's. Um, we don't have no Harold's. Here. It was a Harold's. I don't know nothing about a Harold. Go look. Go back. Go back and watch your movie. Did they say oh, that? That, was, that might have been the name they just, you know. Oh, they just it. used it. They used that name. See, yeah. They make me believe that it was real. No, there was. I don't know nothing about no hair. I know Dad and Edda, and they gone. They back. Are they really? They're back. Oh, wonderful. And they have like a truck. Really? Yes. They were at the uh, um, Heart Plaza. Oh. Yes. Oh my God. People were going there like uh, Edgar Van had put on his page. I'm having died in Edda's right now. <laughs> and I was like, Bishop, where you at? <laughs> He's like, I'm having it right, right this now. Minute, right I'm having now. it right this moment. <laughs> it's, so, it's so amazing how food right. brings really together. brings people together. That's very true. And you happen to be so good at cooking. <laughs> so good at cooking that you have your own cooking show. Yeah. And the title of your cooking show. Cooking with Auntie Jackie. Cooking with Auntie Jackie. We're going to change the name to Cooking with the Royal Mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do that again. <laughs> cooking with the Royal Mother. Because that's who she is. She's the royal mother. I absolutely love your... You already know what I love. Because if she makes it and I'm in town, I got to come get it. Um, Hot water cornbread. I just don't understand how I can't make it like she can. She gives me instructions. She said, do this, Bree, do this, do this. Well, you came over and was helping me. You should know how to do it. No, I don't. And I don't even... To be real honest, I don't want to know. Is that good? Yeah. That's not good because cause I want you to make it. Uh, yeah, well, I know that. Are and then we? I want you to make some greens. Uh, Although, remember my um, sister-in-law. Oh, where is she? <sighs> Listen, if you're out there somewhere <laughs> making them to a mustard and turnip greens, would you please give me a call? <laughs> that woman make them mustard and turnip make you slap everybody, not just your mom. It, it, it's so good. It's so good. She she's around. She's you know JJ's birthday was last week. The 14th. Oh, it was last week? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, my God. What is he doing? <sighs> Nothing. I called him yesterday to tell him that I knew he was happy because the Lions won. <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, when you're really happy, your serotonin level goes, goes up. up. Yep. And so I called him yesterday, and that's what I said. I said, I know I just called to tell you to please stop running around in circles. <laughs> Because I know your serotonin level is it's off high. the chain right now. And he says, stop messing with me. You, and don't talk. I don't want to I don't want to hear nothing. I want to talk to him. So about bad. the line. Don't, I don't want to hear nothing because I love him. Well, when we, I tell you he love him, he we, love them. Oh, boys. I know he love him because my kids too. And I know I'm praying for the line. I want them to win every game. I'm praying for them in advance. We have to. For every game they play, Ishanda, Lord, let them win. Let them win. Let them win. Let them win, Lord. Let them win.
doing? Let them represent us correctly. So, I know you and your sisters are still traveling and singing and, and, and being, you know, you do what y'all do. But what are some of the things that you're interested in now? Well, you know, I'm, I'm in, let me see, in December, I should be finished with my master's degree in theology. What? And uh, now that's what I can say about this girl. She can't go to school. She can't go to school. She goes to school. Well, we're supposed to make ourselves better. Yes. And I think a lot of times, and one of the things I really want to encourage people to do is to continue to read, continue to be computer savvy. Um, I noticed that there was a lot of nurses who graduated when I graduated who no longer work because, you know, they're afraid of technology, don't want to learn how to use a computer. But that's how that's the world we live in today. And so you have to become savvy. So but the only, and my thing is, since my husband passed, you know, I spent a lot of time alone. So I'm not going to be alone. I'm going to I'm going to be doing something with that time. So. If I'm not cooking and trying to create a recipe, then I'm in my books trying to get my lessons done. Lord, please let me get it done, finished by next Friday. Anyway, uh, um, I have to turn my second segment in, in next Friday. And I just want to be knowledgeable. And I want, if I'm going to minister and then inspire and um, speak to people, and encourage people, then I need to know the scripture and I need to know the word of God because if we don't know the word, we can't say we're living by it if you don't know it. Whoop, come on. Okay, and so, and, and then the Bible says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And so, what I want to do is to make sure that I'm doing my part, uh, not only as an evangelist and a supervisor for the Church of God in Christ, but also just as a person that I can be inspire and help somebody along the way. And the, and, the, and the most important thing to me is if I can say something to you that's going to help change your life in some way, um, that's what I really want to do. Um, so reading and making sure that you, as you get older, see, when you don't use your brain, you lose Uh-oh. it. Come on. Okay? And so people don't understand that when we, when we sit around and be idle and don't utilize our brain, that's how you see people go older and go older before their time. Let me say that. Um, and it, it helps to set up dementia. And we need to really understand that if we're not using our brain to keep it functioning and keep it going, then we're going to lose the little bit of, of knowledge that we do have. We'll start to slowly see it dissipate in our life. And so I don't want that to happen. Um, I want to be around for my granddaughters. I got three beautiful granddaughters, and I'm very, very proud of them. They're all honor-roll students, and um, I, I just want to be able to be a grandmother that can always look to them and tell them um, what they should be, you know, how they should be encouraged and how they should be living their lives, not only for God, but living their lives to make a difference in somebody else's life. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, yeah I know she's a reader and a studier, because she'll call me and say, okay, Bree. <laughs> She she'd be like, okay, Bree, I need, I need you to. I'm I'm gonna be preaching, and so this is where I want to go. Help me, just help me, help me. Oh, I really do. She I really do. do. I do she do, do it all the time, and I will stop. But what's so funny is that now, Harry, what Harry from McDonald's? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Don't you tell me he's starting the church. I'm gonna hit you. No, he's not yeah. starting the church, but he <laughs> is preaching next week. And so he called me and said, this is where I want to go with the sermon. And um, could you make me an acronym for this? This is the acronym. Listen, people, if you need an acronym for anything, <laughs> call Sabrina. I'm telling you, when I call, when I, when, you know how you get blank? Like I, there's a lady on the Internet. She talks about songwriting. And she'll say, you know, if you get to a blank, then use the, use the, go to the vamp of the song and bring it back up to the top of the song. And, and so I'm saying to you all today um, that if you ever get in a blind spot, you ain't got to look nothing up. Just call Sabrina. She's going to give you the acronym to get, get you through it. She's going to do it. <laughs> I love words. I, she does. I love words. And, then I, and I think that just the way that God uses me is so, it's, like, it's a gift. It's unique. It is a gift because Absolutely. your gifts are easy for you. Right. That's what makes it a gift. That's true. And so it's easy for me. So people call all the time and say, well, I got this word. Could you give me something? And 
I could blink my eyes and and do it. And, and she really can. I have called her and said, Bree, I just need, I, I know what I want to write about, but this is what I want to do. She just rattles it up. She just, when I tell you this woman is gifted, know a gift. Know that she has a gift. Oh, my goodness. I, we have so many funny stories. I think I want to tell the story about when we went to, to take the kids to the, um, we went to Chicago to six. Was it Six Flags? We took the kids to Six Flags, but we didn't want to go to Six Flags, so we took them and dropped them off. And we decided we gonna go shopping. We don't tell that. Story. I am gonna tell the story, and we gonna go eat. And so somebody is not supposed to eat milkshakes. Just she's not supposed to eat them. She hadn't had none. She says, "Ooh!" And we went to Steak and Shake. And so they had little mini, they, they, I think it had to be about this big. They had little mini milkshakes. And she went, oh, I haven't had one. I haven't had one in so long. I'm just going to get a mini one. And she got one and she had two flavors in it. And what I, she was, she was, this is so good. And within 15 minutes, she was so sick. I thought I was going to take her to the to emergency. I was, she scared the bejesus out of me. I said, oh, my Lord, I'm on a road trip with the Clark sister. And she done died in my hands. Oh, my Lord. That really happened. Oh, that my God. Really, really I was happened. like, oh, no, I said, do I got to take you to emergency? What, what to do? She, what was to so, do? she was so nervous. She really didn't know what, what to do, do with me. I didn't oh know what God. to do. She was, she was like, oh, so, I'm so sorry. Oh God! I'm so, she was turned. Oh, she was bent over sick. I look at her laughing. <laughs> Incidentally, I've never done that since that. Day. She has not done that. Thank God. Oh. Just let the let the milkshakes go. <laughs> if they almost kill you, please stop eating the milkshake. I'm trying to tell you, I don't do them. I don't do milkshakes. I I look at them and I just admire them, but I don't drink them. I really don't. You know what? It's almost time for you to make what that we haven't had in a while. What shepherd's pie? Oh God! <laughs> it's shepherd's pie season because shepherd's pie is comfort food at its best. It is. It's lots of potatoes. And um, peas and cheese. That's all I remember. Mashed potatoes. What did I call it? Oh, ground beef. On the oh, bottom. ground beef. On ground, the yes. Gr- yeah. Okay, when are you going to make some? Make some next week. You're going to be home next week. Oh, God, yeah, I'll be home next week. Okay, good. I'll be back. So I'll, I'll leave tomorrow. I'll make, you, I'll make you your own pan because I'm not making no shepherd's Just pie. a little one, though. You know, you could make me a real little one. I'll make you a little one. Okay, make me I'll a little one. one. Oh, it's so good. She has lots of dishes. And so... I came on her show and helped make lasagna. She, you did. I helped make the fast lasagna because she can make fast lasagna because they have like lasagna that take forever. Right. And then fast lasagna. Right. So we made fast lasagna. We did. We made fast lasagna. She's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And I have a new cookbook out too. So you can get it on, it's on Amazon. A new cookbook. Just thought it's Let you know how you just have stuff. You it's just be fact, like. Oh. Wait a minute. In fact, yesterday I wouldn't even call her. Because it was so late, but I had to. So what happened is I have a new company that's going to be doing up my PR, and so I was so mad at the man Bree because he was looked at my book. He said, "This is established, but there are no pictures. There are no pictures in the book. There's no pictures in the book." So I'm looking at my side. I'm going, and and he said, he said, "Well, look, if we're gonna go forward, you got to put pictures in here. If you're a fool, you got to put pictures." So. I was real upset. He said, I know, I see your face. I already know you're getting upset about it. He said, but don't get upset. He said, you're going to see it's going it's gonna to make the a world make a difference. Make a difference. And so yesterday, I came home from church because I was going to go out to dinner with Pastor Nim, but I came home from church. I said, well, I better go home and do this. So I went home, and I cooked. I'm going to show you all what I cooked when we finish. But I cooked everything that she just talked about, greens. I cooked uh, what I had, cabbage. I had yams i had i'm so confused i had i had a plate full of hot water cornbread i'm so confused that i'm I hearing had, about this right now okay. and i didn't get a call and i had come. scalloped potatoes oh okay. my jesus oh my jesus uh, I, uh audience so I, and i did but I, I i have no idea and then to come here 
and not bring me a, a bag with some hot water cornbread and you know in what? it. And I would have, but Michael and them came over. And see, this the thing was, I wasn't cooking it for that purpose because I cooked so late. I wasn't going to call anybody because I said it was just too late. So I cooked it because I needed to take pictures of everything. Right. So I took the pictures. I understood why you were cooking. <laughs> but the fact that you cooked <laughs> Yeah. And I didn't. And you could have. You know, you could have put at least because you don't eat a whole lot. She don't. Two little pieces of hot water cornbread. Four, I can make you a piece of hot water cornbread. I'm so tired of her this hot water cornbread. But listen, I did it yesterday. Everybody and then then uh, uh, my brother-in-law came over. Greg came over and got plates. And then my son came, and got plates. And then my girlfriend. Uh, Angel and Debbie, my niece who came in, and they kind of helped me to, you know, set the picture situation up. And then they all took place. Well, of course, you know, I don't eat. You know, I'm not eating. I, I don't eat. So I, so I let them do their thing and they all took place home. I was very happy. <laughs> yes, yeah, she was very happy. I was very happy. I'm not happy. I'm sorry, but you're going to get your shepherd's pie next week. I'll make you some shepherd's pie. Bring some. I, okay, he, he gonna, I'm going to make you one too. I make two of them. Both of y'all. Okay. You like shepherd's pie? It's very good, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a filling. It is. It's a comfort food. Like it's a said. comfort food. I it's love really comfort is. food. Yeah. I do. It is. So you have the... Uh, so I have a new cookbook. A new cookbook. It's coming out. You can get it on Amazon. And what's it called? What's the title? Cooking with Auntie Jackie. Cooking with Auntie Jackie. And... um. So where y'all going next? So let me see. Where I'm, oh, well, it, actually, Saturday, I'm speaking in um, a small town in Illinois. So I'm flying to St. Louis on Saturday, and then I'll fly back on Sunday. And then the following week, I'm in at Atlanta, I think. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta. So I'm just doing more speaking. Um, uh, and the Lord has just been really creating spaces for me, you know, you know what we've talked about. But the Lord has been doing some great things in my life and keeping me busy so that I don't have time to be um, humdrum. And I do want to talk a little bit about um, losing my husband Mm -hmm. and and where, how mentally it affected me and how God has really brought me through it. Mm -hmm. Um, Having to sell my house. And I didn't have to sell it, but it was just a 3,000. Who needs a 3,500 square foot house by yourself? It's crazy. I don't need that. Well, you can have it, but I I, I like space. But but the Lord allowed me to find a place that's just right for me. Everything you've been there. I know. So everything's on one floor, and I'm I'm, I'm really appreciating it. But what I'm appreciating more than anything is, um, the Lord has allowed me a space to see with me doing the things that I'm doing, even with ministry, that my He has taken my mind off of being depressed. And down, and when I'm feeling down, I'll call her, I'll call Sabrina, and I'll talk to her. And I think that's the biggest thing that has hurt a lot of people going into the pandemic. There are a lot of people when we went into the pandemic um, who we thought were just okay. Once we get into the pandemic, you see so many people who have mental illness and who are not addressing it. And it's so important that you have somebody that you can talk to. And when you feel your lowest, which is when I feel my lowest, I call her. When I'm, I'm, I'm at a low place, I'll call her. But the Lord has really allowed me the space and the time and the avenue to understand. He's, when God gives you a vehicle to move, you move. And so my vehicle is Sabrina. And, and when, when I'm feeling down, and a lot of times your family members really don't understand. But I'm grateful to God for um, Sabrina being in my life and for me to have somebody that I can call and talk to. And and she always knows when I'm low. She'll know when I'm low, and she'll just begin to encourage me. And that's what really has kind of got me over uh, the hump of um, missing him and just everything about my husband, who was a wonderful man, um, who worked many years in the television industry and um, did many, many things. He had four Emmys, and but he was such a humble. He was a very humble. But he was so humble. I remember coming in the office, and he had four Emmys sitting up in the yeah. office, just like in the office. Just not like like her. You know, her awards are prominently displayed. 
prominently. He put them in a box. He, they were like sitting up. And I went, is that an Emmy? <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. I have four. Put them out. What, what? Let's get them out the box. Put them up here. Do something. It, it was because of her that he actually put them out. I put, I put them out right now. It was actually because he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't display them. He just said, oh. This. But I will say this about Glenn and I's relationship. I believe that. And I'm so honored that we had the relationship that we had because he valued what I said. Yeah, he did. He valued what I said because when he wrote his book, he sent it to me to read. And when I was doing something, I would send it to him yeah. and he would go, okay, you're not, no, no, do this. Let just put this over here like this. No, mm-mm, just, mm-mm, we're not doing that at all. He'd just be like, we ain't doing that at all. And this would be gone off somewhere to go grocery shopping and me and him be sitting strategizing. <laughs> about what we're going to do next. And so I miss him. So I miss his influence on Marcel. Oh, yeah. Because he loved Marcel. He did. And Marcel loved him. And he'd be like, Uncle Glenn said. (laughs) Uncle Glenn said. So uh, on the obituary, when Michael did the obituary, and to have the logos that he created for me on on there, and then Marcel's. Right. Um, book cover. Right. Oh, yeah, that he, yep, right. he, he did, did his, his book, book cover. And so it's, we all have such rich memories. Absolutely. But I, I just remember when um, when you were like, I don't, I don't know how to not, I'll not do nothing by myself. I didn't. It, and that's really amazing that it's really true. Yeah. I, I never paid bills. I never, I didn't know you had to go. I didn't know how to pay a house note. My husband, my, you my, sound like my mother, and oh y'all, both y'all made me sick. Okay, because I had to pay everything, and y'all my, was like, "I told you what my mother did when my father died." My mother came in the room with a paper, and, and she was looking at it, and she just hands, "What? What, what is, is this?" this? Uh, I, well, I know I done done that. I know, and that. I say that's the mortgage bill, and she went, "Well, what? What am I supposed to do with it?" Uh, you need to pay it, ma'am. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm I know not. you're not because the, I was like, do they even make men like them anymore? Because if they make them, please, Lord, send one my way. <laughs> That's going to be kind and loving and supportive and not um, intimidated by what I do in the world. Just all of that. Well, and that's true. But and, and you're and you're right. Um, one of the things that I really, really appreciate about my husband was the fact that he kept trying to get me to look at this envelope that he had. And I kept telling him, I don't need to look at that. You're not going to wear peace. Don't be trying to make me see that. I don't want to look at that. And because of my own ignorance, when he passed, he had an envelope there. And he said, if anything happens to me, give this envelope to Aaron. In that envelope, my husband had put, he had four pages in there. One page had all of his passwords, and then all of his PIN numbers. Another page had all of the bills, the days they were due, how much they were due, how much I owed on everything. And the last page was a page where he had all the insurance policies. And he showed, told me where to go, and he left a message in there saying, if you're reading this, <clears throat> it means I'm gone. Jackie has her key to the safe deposit box. This is the other key, which was his key. I can't find the key. Mm. <laughs> I can't find the key, so I went for the bank to send me the information as to how to get the key, get get in the deposit. We did it when he first passed, cause we had both keys. But when I moved, I couldn't you find lost the it. key. Mm-hmm. So, Moving, but but stressful. the good thing about it was my husband left everything in order for me yes, because he, he knew. That, that you didn't know? That didn't she ain't know. know nothing? She was a superstar. I thought water was free. I didn't know you had a water bill. You thought water was free, I thought ma'am. it was free. It should be free. This, this wasn't, no, this ain't free. That ain't free. That's oh, no, in that about that. Is, but even the one that come out the tap. I didn't know that it, it wasn't it's, free. it's not free. I know. But don't be laughing at me, people. I really did not know. Yeah, that. I know you did. I didn't. I remember. But it was a lot, you know, to have to weather through. Yeah, and grief is grief is interesting because, like, one of the things that we do, most people don't understand that there's three components to grief. Yes. There's grief, there's mourning, and there's bereavement. Yes. 
So bereavement happens immediately following the loss. Mm -hmm. That's why you get bereavement time. Mm -hmm. That's immediately following the loss. And then there's mourning. Mourning is how we externally deal with and handle the loss. And so whether that's we cry, we scream, and whatever we do, that's external. But grieving happens internally. And so that internal process takes a while yeah, because once you, because I just remember, you know, when the, when we were preparing for the funeral and, you know, all and people around and people coming in town, that's busy time. It's busy, busy, busy. You don't have a chance to think. But then when everybody goes away, yeah. then hits the silence. Yeah, that's very true. And the silence very true. is very when true. you get the difficulties. Yeah. The, you can't sleep. You you know, all of those things. And so the one of the things with you being a wound yeah. nurse, another word for trauma is wound. True. And so a lot of people who are traumatized by loss are the walking wounded. Well, it's the truth. It's the truth. So you're doing, you know, you're kind of trying to press through, but you are wounded. wounded. Yep. And, and so true. to be able to talk to somebody to say, this is my real, this is how I'm feeling for real. real. Mm-hmm. And you need that safe place that a person's not going to judge you. A person's not going to say, you should be over it by now. Or oh, you better you, not say that to me. Okay. Or, well, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. you have to allow people to, to process how they process. And it, may, and it may not be a short period of time. It may right. be a long time. It oh, can yeah. be years. Absolutely. For people to grieve. And I think we need to give them that space and that time. And stop um, forcing people into a box that we put them in. Right. Absolutely, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I, and I'm, I feel I'm, I'm glad that I'm in a good space right now. Um, and and there are days that I have of bad course. days, but I'm over the whole shebang of crying every day. Crying every single day. Yeah. Because I cried every day for yeah. a, for yeah. almost a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Crying every day. Yeah. And still got to work. Yeah. Still got to go and sing. Still got to be what you are in the world to other people. True. So, yeah, all of us, and I don't care who we are, and that's why I do this show because we talk about all type of things, but all those things are a part yeah. of our life, and we have to speak to it. We have to give life to it. And so I thank you yeah. for sharing you. Um, that that's a real space because a lot of people have experienced loss. That's true. Back to back to back to back loss. Absolutely. So even when you get to, to you think you're okay, yeah. then you're not back down again. Yeah, I'm reading um, Dr. Tony Evans' uh, book, uh, Divine Interruption. Oh, my God, the book is so good. And it's just his, him and his family talking about the process that they went through. When they lost him. When, when he lost his, his wife. wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and his wife died two weeks after Glenn. I remember. And if you remember, this is show you, you know, how, how good God is. I buried Glenn on Monday, and on Tuesday I was doing The View with my sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really should have been a place for me to really have some downtime to take in all that had happened for me. But had I not done that, um, there's no telling where I would have been mm-hmm. in, in the process but mm-hmm. because my sisters were with me. You know, they made sure that I was okay. They even brought my kids in to, we were, we were doing a song with Rodney Jerkins and they flew in and surprised me at Rodney Jerkins studio. And so we, we don't understand sometimes where God is taking us, but God always does things in divine order. Ooh. And so, you know, I just, I thank God for, um, the opportunity to um, have sisters. And I thank God for Maddie Clark, mm-hmm. who birthed us. And, and then to have somebody to want to write your life story. Who were we with? Well, nobody but the five little girls that were sitting up at home doing nothing but singing and trying to be, and, and having church. And changed the world. Uh, I think my time is over. Oh. Oh, my goodness. We go so fast. We could do this forever. Forever. But I want to thank you. Where can people find you? You can find me. You can go to my Instagram page. It's uh, Jackie Clark Chisholm. Jackie with a Y. J-A-C-K-Y. Clark and Chisholm is C-H-I-S-H-O-L-M. You can find me there. My Facebook page is the exact same. Um, If you want to contact me, you can contact me 
uh, at uh, 313-862-7664 and just uh, leave a message for me and then they'll get, they'll make sure that they, I get the message at the office. I don't go in the office every day. She doesn't, she doesn't go in the office any day. <laughs> I want to thank you so much, thank Jackie you, Clark Chisholm, my sister. I always say I'm the dark-skinned she Clark sister. Yes, she are. I am. And so I love you and I thank God for you. I love you too. And, and so come on back next week, y'all, because we'll be continuing to speak life with Dr. Sabrina. Have a great week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.